Scott Colborn with Exploring Unexplained Phenomena, and it's sure great to be with you on this beautiful Saturday morning in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, Jim, I think uh, if we if we make too much about this weather, we may have people vacationing back here. Yeah, I think so. This is really awesome. Forecast, I think, in the in the fifties today. Uh, yeah. Um, I will take that. I think we call that unseasonably warm. <laughs> I will take that. Gee, many Christmas. Um, blue sky, a few clouds, uh, 50s today in Lincoln, and we're just having a great day. Jim, you've got Jack Reacher coffee in your cup. Oh, thank you. Sort of become some, so, so nice. s- some of our uh, semi-official coffee here. We kind seem of to, a tradition. Yeah, we seem to drink it. That's a good-looking cap you got on there. Well, thank you. Yeah. Helps keep my head warm. Hey, I've had a great week. I'll tell you about it here in a little bit. But first off, we're going to kick the program off with a gal who always raises the intelligent quotient at least two or three degrees. None other than Charlene from the Capital Humane Society. She should be right there. Good morning. Hey, Charlene, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Better and better. Good. What's new at the Capital Humane Society? Well, we have lots of cats and some dogs looking for homes. We actually have a couple of parakeets. So if you're looking for a bird, you can also consider adoption from Capital Humane Society. Okay, now the the parakeets and the cats don't always get along too well. <laughs> we do. That's right. So they are in separate areas, so they're yeah. not feeling any stress. That's a good thing. Yes. Uh, CapitalHumaneSociety.org. Once again, that website is CapitalHumaneSociety.org. And this is our first program, ladies and gentlemen, of 2019 with Charlene and the Capital Humane Society and that opening segment we call Pet Talk. Let's talk about some pets. Okay. We can start with cats if you'd like. Beautiful. So we will start with Iggy. Iggy's a great cat to start the new year with. He is a two-year-old neutered male, domestic long hair, who has his little lion cut. (laughs) (laughs) He is looking extra handsome and will appreciate anyone who comes by and gives him compliments. Um, He is very charming. He likes to roll around on his back and flirt with our visitors. So Iggy is looking for a great new home. I'm sure he looks real happy about that haircut. (laughs) The Igster, a great-looking cat. And Jim mentioned the cats and, and birds. Did you see this one, Jim? Birdie? Birdie? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, so we got Iggy for our leadoff cat. Who's next? We can talk about Birdie. Cool. She, okay. is, she is a four-year-old spade female, a domestic short hair, and she has the beautiful tortoise shell yes, marking. She so she's orange and black. She actually has a tiny bit of white there on her chest, and she has big green eyes, uh, very interested in what's going on and ready to find someone she can trust with her heart of gold. She's ready to play. Iggy and Birdie, two great cats. You know, I've always said two cats are better than one, and if those cats aren't enough to kind of raise your interest, then we've got... Next up is Jilly. 
And Jilly has slightly crossed eyes, which makes her especially cute. <laughs> She's two years old, a spade female, very, very pretty, looking for an awesome family. And if you ever need information about cat care, dog care, critter care, we do have great animal behavior handouts um, available on our website that you can just click and see if any of those topics are, are of interest to you. Now, there's a cartoon cat if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, what what three great cats you picked this morning, Charlene? Iggy, Bertie, and Jilly. Uh, how can people come out and see them? Please visit us at our Pylock Pet Adoption Center. We are open today and tomorrow from 11 to 5.30. Okay. Today and tomorrow you can go out and see Iggy, Bertie, and Jilly. Uh, you can preview their pictures and their short bio at capitalhumanesociety.org. Or maybe you're interested in dogs because we've got some dogs for you. So we have three great dogs, and we'll just do them in alphabetical order. So we'll start with Baby Girl, and she is a Shepherd Pit Bull mix, about two years old. She's been waiting quite a while to find that perfect family, and we know they're out there somewhere. Uh, she does love her toys. She's a very nice dog to walk. She does have some restrictions, so please ask us for details if you think Baby Girl might be right for you. Yeah, beautiful dog, and we'd love to hear a resounding yes from somebody this weekend. Yeah, she looks like she'd be your BFF. Baby girl, what a great dog. Take a look at capitalhumanesociety.org. Better yet, go out and see her today and tomorrow. And if we have three dogs, I know who's next. <laughs> but you, you go ahead and tell us, Shirley. Jupiter. And Jupiter is a beautiful pit bull. Oh, yeah. She's about three years old, a spade female, just a gorgeous dog, a very nice personality. Our volunteer was in walking this morning, said she was just great on a leash. Um, so she is looking for a family that will provide her with an excellent care, plenty of training and playtime and belly rubs. She's going to be a fun friend. Kind of looks like she's spring-loaded and ready to go. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good moniker, Jim. You bet. bet. That's a good descriptor. Okay, so it's probably a good thing that you only have three dogs. Is that right? It is a good thing. So yeah. sometimes people are like, oh, you only have three dogs, but it's a good thing. That means so many of the dogs are getting adopted. Mm -hmm. yeah, so absolutely. they're still coming in. Yeah, they're still coming in as lost and owner surrenders. But thanks to a very kind community, uh, people are choosing adoption. And so these animals are getting placed. Well put and well said. Yeah. Um, our last dog. Stormy. Now, if this was Monday, boy, this would just be perfect, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> She's about three years old, a beautiful gray color. Mm -hmm. I think they might call that blue sometimes, too. She is a... a pretty, pretty dog. She does need some training, so she needs an experienced owner who has the time and skills to bring out the best in her. Um, but we know that there's somebody who does have that time and those skills, and so we hope they'll ask about Stormy. Hey, Stormy, show us your ears. Yeah, what a great photo. Look at those uh -huh. ears standing straight up. That's uh -huh. awesome. Yep, that dog is intelligent, boy. You can see that in that face. Wow. Okay, baby girl, Jupiter, and Stormy. Uh, in the mix of three dogs, there's three great ones for you. And here's Charlene with Hours Open today and tomorrow. Our Pylock Pet Adoption Center, where you can meet these great pets we've talked about, is open today and tomorrow from 11 to 530. Uh, when anybody comes out to see you today and tomorrow, uh, what can they bring for some donated things that the shelter is in need of? 
Uh, we are always grateful for canned pate cat food. We go through a lot of that. Um, blankets and towels are always really useful. And we do have a long wish list on our website, so you can just click on that, see if any of those items are something you're, you maybe have at home or are willing to pick up. We also have an Amazon wish list, um, and that's an easy and fun way to help us. Wow, okay. So uh, Charlene and the crew... I hope you have a great 2019, and we really appreciate our relationship with you. We appreciate everything you do and look forward to having a great year. Happy New Year. To you, too. Thank you. Charlene and friends at CapitalHumaneSociety.org, make them the first place that you go when you want to adopt a dog or a cat. Jim, how's your week been? Oh, pretty good. I had a short work week, which is always nice, so... I know. Yeah. I could get spoiled with that. I kind of got to lounge around the house and you're looking refreshed and, uh, and play play on the ham radio some and yeah. and uh, debate with people on the internet. So it's it's been a lot of fun. You know how we were asking about prepaid phone cards? Yeah. How how are we doing on that? Are you ready for this? I I understand you have some good news. Um. Who is the queen of the paranormal? That would be Rosemary, wouldn't it? Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Yeah. Bless her heart. Guess what she did? Did she give us some phone cards? Babe, the, the working word there in that sentence was some. Yeah. She gave us... Boy, I must be psychic. Get ready for this. Five. Five. Phone cards. Phone cards. And she loves being part of the team. She's with us yeah. every fourth Saturday Rosemary's for an the, opening segment. The best. And when we're lucky enough to get her as a full segment guest, she's with us periodically Mm -hmm. as a full guest. She gave us five Five phone phone cards. cards. Thank you, Rosemary. Because she knows that we've been doing this for 34 Mm -hmm. years, that we reach out all over the world for guests, for interesting people to talk to. And her gift allows all you folks that are listening today to be able to hear the guests that we have in the program. Wow. There's more. Yeah, that's the, that's the working word again in that sentence. There's more. And then our friend Shelly from mm-hmm. Canada. Shelly's also the best. She didn't give us just one. She right. gave us three. Three. Yes. Three. So thank you, Shelly. Rosemary Ellen Guiley, thank you so much. Uh, Rosemary's website is visionaryliving.com or visionarylivingpublishing.com. Um, Shelly says, uh, a very happy, healthy, and prosperous new year to you, Colleen and Jim. Back at you, Shelly, and thanks a million. Wow. Wow. I mean, my heart just sang this week when uh, Rosemary and Shelly contacted we, me. We have so. the greatest listeners and the greatest guests of any radio program in the world. Speaking of greatest guests, guess who's up next? Preston. Preston Dent. You must be psychic. I think I am psychic. Or else that coffee's working good. I have that or I read the EUP <laughs> Facebook page now and then. Okay, our next guest up is Preston Dennett from, and now I'm pointing to the west, from out there. That way. And uh, he's with us every first Saturday, and he gets the uh, lead-off position here in 2019 for our Phenomena Updates. Preston, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. Tell me what you've been up to. Oh, keeping busy. Gosh, very busy, actually. Always interviewing people, writing, working full-time. Oh, trying to maintain the house. Gosh, I'm always busy. 
I want to have what, what you have in terms of that magnet that you possess, because you have a magnet that people say, I have this extraordinary story I want to share with somebody. Who should I share it with? Oh, Preston Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm every, so blessed. Every week we hear about these incredible stories that people have sent you. What if the last 30 days, uh, I don't know if it's been a lull for you a, or a busy time, but what have you been hearing? Um, no lulls, I can tell you that. Busy for sure. Um, probably the most interesting one recently, at least, is a couple up in Monterey, Northern California, who had a sighting in 1996, 97. That's just been on their minds forever, and she finally had to find someone to talk to about it. She says, some people need to know what happened. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, tell me what happened. I talked to both her and her husband who saw this thing. Uh, there was another witness, a friend who was uh, deceased, unfortunately. But it's a, really an incredible story. They were in their home in Monterey, which overlooks the bay there. Now, Monterey, as you may know, has a very deep underwater trench right off the coast there. It's uh, well known as having a lot of biological diversity. It's a, a, a park, a pre preserve, a marine preserve. Mm -hmm. Just a really interesting area and pretty well populated. You know, it's not isolated where they live. There's a number of houses around them. Their house is up on the hill and it's about maybe a quarter mile from the water. So one evening around August, uh, 97, they had just had chicken and dumplings and were just oh, talking. No. And Joy looks out towards the water and sees this glow. And she's kind of keeping her eye on it because it's getting closer and closer to the shore. And it looks like it's underwater. It's really bright, kind of a bright uh, yellow green. And suddenly this glow comes up out of the water. And she's looking at it and realizes she can see there's seaweed all over this thing, kelp. And she calls her husband and her friend, and they all go out on the deck, and they look at this thing just slowly rise up out of the water, maybe 10, 20, 30 feet up. And they can still see all this kind of seaweed on it, just slowly dripping off. They can't hear anything, but they're pretty far away, so it's hard to tell, you know, whether it's the distance or what. But as they're watching this thing, it rises up and then starts to move at this leisurely pace towards the north, maybe five miles an hour, not fast. And there should be a lot of people seeing this. Nobody seems to be noticing it. And uh, they watch this thing move north for about 10 minutes till it hits the moss landing smokestacks. There's a sort of a factory on the north end of this bay here. And uh, this object, whatever it is, is pretty big. You know, it's as big as a house at least. goes right up to these two smokestacks, maybe 20 feet away from them, right up next to them. And this arm-like protrusion comes out of this craft, because at this point they're thinking, well, you know, she's an army brat. She knows her aircraft. You can see this is not a boat, it's not a plane, it's not a helicopter, it's nothing she's ever seen before. So she's starting to get really nervous because she feels like it's watching her and 
it's aware of them. I'm like, hmm, gosh, I've heard this before. But it was really strange because this thing goes right, I mean, it makes a beeline for these smokestacks and seems to be inspecting them. And this arm-like protrusion comes out and starts picking at the smokestacks, scraping at them, going inside them. They can't quite tell. They're pretty far away. Uh, But it's very strange. This arm, she says, probably twice the length of the object itself was clearly inspecting or doing something to these smokestacks. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, gosh, got a case just like this down in Arizona over the Morenci copper smelting plant and a number of other cases where, you know, objects have inspected smokestacks. So I'm like, wow, there's clearly interested in our technology and studying it. So they watch this thing for another five or ten minutes when they're getting really panicky. They decide they're going to call the police. So they do, and the police are like, oh, it's a boat. I'm like, well, no, it's not a boat. It's floating. It's in the air. It's next to the smokestacks. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's probably a boat. And they argued with the police officers for a few minutes and couldn't get any, you know, decent response. And finally just hung up and watched this thing for a few more minutes and bloop, it disappeared. It was gone. Did not move away. Didn't fade out. It just turned off. The old Star Trek term, cloaked. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder about that. If it's like, hmm, probably may have still been there. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty upset and were, and still are kind of shaken up, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> so to, and, to, uh, to capsulate now, <clears throat> I want to make sure I've got this right because this is so darn interesting. These folks live with a view of the ocean. Yes. And so in their general neighborhood, they're looking out towards the ocean. Uh, was it uh, daylight, nighttime? What was the... It was nighttime. Okay. Yeah, and they, early evening. They see this light that is clearly underwater coming up to shore. Right. They, they see this thing traveling... And then they see this thing emerge from the ocean, dripping water, and did you say it had seaweed hanging off of it? Yeah, I had her draw this whole thing. <laughs> it was hard for me to visualize. And she drew an excellent drawing. And, you know, it had lights on it and uh, was glowing. It was very unusual looking, especially this arm, which had, like, pinchers on the end of it, like mm-hmm. this claw or a grabbing device. Very strange. So this emerges from the water, and it's floating now in the air, and it travels to the smokestacks. Now, is this is this plant, to the best of your knowledge, is this a working facility, or is it abandoned? Or No, it's working. You know, I looked it up on the Internet. It was exactly like she described it. There's two smokestacks right next to each other, very tall, and they're right there along the water. It's it's a weird case because this object moved really slowly. I mean, it just kind of meandered along there and was in view for at least a half hour. Jeez. Oh, you know, I, w- I wonder about this, Preston, because uh, you and I have read so many reports over the years where there is something um, anomalous or extraordinary that is seen. And 
surely it should have been seen by other people. I mean, I've got reports of, of things being seen over a crowded highway uh, during rush hour. And there are occupants of the car that look up and see this thing basically floating over Highway 2 leisurely at, you know, 30 to 40 miles an hour, just drifting, basically. Nobody else reports it. I mean, what, what's, what's up with that? Yeah, I mean, well, they can show themselves to who they want to. I know there was a case here in Southern California where something hovered right over the freeway. And everyone was seeing it. Cars were slowing down. It was causing all kinds of havoc. Other cases, people will have, you know, there was a major wave of sightings over Topanga Canyon. Everyone should have seen that thing. But no, lots of people didn't see it. And I've got cases where people are like standing right next to each other, looking at an object. One person sees it and the other doesn't. So I don't even know how they can do that, but they can. Wow. So I imagine that, that um, having this experience, these folks probably make a regular point of either going outside or looking out towards the ocean to see if they see this again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she checked her bodies for scars. You know, when she read up on UFOs, she became really nervous. She really, really felt like they were the UFO occupants were showing off, were aware of them watching. That's something I look for in terms of, is this a sighting or is this something that's interactive? I'm, I'm role-playing now with Jim over here, and we're, we're occupants of that craft. We're saying, hey, Jimmy, look at those people down there. See those smokestacks? Watch this. It's going really to freak them out. Oh, yeah, that'll really mess with them. Let's just lazily drift over there. Okay, Colleen, you've got that arm. Extend that arm now and wave it around like you're, like, scraping that. Look at them. Look at them react. They're jumping up and down. Look at them. Yeah, okay, now, now wave at them with the arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll really get them. Yeah, they drove home that evening really upset and looking all around them for this thing. I'm sure that they were going to see it and it was going to follow them. But uh, no, that was the only sighting they've ever really had. She had one other sighting that was you know, distant and not really that impressive. Mm-hmm. But this one rocked them to their core and let them know for sure that UFOs are real. I think that may have been the aim of the occupants. Mm-hmm. Our, our little humor that we shared here, Jim and Colleen and I, I kind of drew them into this, is we're not mocking the witnesses at all because I've collected reports like this since 1974. Um, sometimes I just think about maybe these are like um, ET kids that have grabbed mom and dad's craft and yeah. they're joyriding. You know, they're out just kind of freaking out the earthlings. Yeah, playing some pranks and, <clears throat> you know. It was the, weird. They, they thought for sure there was going to be in the newspapers. You know, it's a crowded neighborhood. Other people should have seen this thing. Well, you think that this plant, uh, what's, what's the name of the plant? Um, it's at Moss Landing. Okay. I don't know. So you, you, would, you would think this plant at Moss Landing would have a security guard or two that uh, typically goes out and patrols the grounds, maybe even closed-circuit TV. Uh, they may not have it pointed up to the top of the smokestacks, but it's odd, again, that this thing would, would occur, and it's almost as if... What, what would you say to a theory that the event was happening in their head 
heads, and that's why it wasn't visible to other people. I can't rule it out. That the phenomena had some ability to imprint this or make them see this sort of movie. I don't think that's what's happening. I mean, it's possible. To mention one other thing, that usually there's a lot more lights on the houses around them. Mm-hmm. There weren't. A lot of them were out. Um, this is something... You know, I've heard from other witnesses, and they see a UFO, and they look around the neighbors. It's like, no one's on the roads. No one's driving by. The houses are not lit up as they normally are. So it's entirely possible, you know, they shut other people out of this mm-hmm. in some way and made it visible only to these people for whatever reason. Wow. But I don't think it's a mental projection. Um, if it is, it's extraordinary, because all three of them saw it. I spoke with the husband, and... He didn't give quite as lucid a description because uh, he didn't want to believe it was a UFO. Interesting. <laughs> didn't really want to look at it at first until this thing just wouldn't go away. Well, Preston, you always have such interesting stories. We've got to let you go, but I want to thank you very much for being part of the EUP team. And uh, when can we get you back as a full-time or a full-length segment guest? Hey, anytime. I'm here. Got a oh. new book coming out in a few months, hopefully like a month. And oh. uh, yeah, always a pleasure. I love it. Preston, thank you so much for all that you do to bring the program to people around the world and to help make it so interesting uh, month after month. So thank you, sir. And I will be in contact regarding the full segment guest shot coming up. Awesome. Thank you. It's an honor and a delight. I really appreciate it. Preston Dennett, uh, our first Saturday of the month, and he's our leadoff phenomena segment guest for 2019. I don't know how he does it, Jim, but he's always got that top placement when I do a search for his name. Bingo, it pops right up. It's Preston Dennett, and any search engine, he's going to pop right up there. Um, I guess that means he's a popular guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Preston Dennett, and uh, the rest of that web address is PrestonDennett.Weebly.com. Again, just type in Preston Dennett. He's going to pop right up there. Thank you so much, Preston, for that interesting segment. Okay, let's take a short break here, and we'll be right back. We've got a special guest. I bet Jim can can guess who it's going to be. You've been asking me that every Saturday for a month now. It's still Patty Conklin. Yep, the one and only Patty Conklin come on up here. Our traditional opening guest of the year. We're going to do our best to try to reach her. She's on a ship right now, so let's all cross our fingers, and hopefully the next voice you're going to hear that is a lot uh, a lot prettier and more intelligent than mine will be the voice of Patty Conklin. So <laughs> I'll second that. We'll be right back. Hi, dudes and dudettes. Carol Griswold from Women's Blues and Boogie on your community radio station, 89.3 FM, KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD. My name is Manny Morales. I'm 45 and I coach youth football. It's still hard to believe because the high school me was a work in progress. But Big Brothers Big Sisters give me a real role model. And the young me needed a role model bad. 
My bigger brother's name is Ray, and Ray is the reason that this seven-year-old grows up to be a role model himself. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping Big Brothers Big Sisters help a child. Start something today at BigBrothersBigSisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council. Far from the din of commercial culture and just this side of the abstract is a place I call Mesoterra. I'm Vic Valverde, your tour guide for an eclectic musical excursion on a program called Mesoterra. Saturdays, 12 noon until 1.30, right here on KZUM. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Scott Colborn with Exploring Unexplained Phenomena. Thanks again to Rosemary Ellen Guiley and Shelley from Canada for those great donations of the prepaid phone cards. Our lead-off guest here for our full-length guest slot for 2019 is the one and only Patty Conklin. And Patty was born, and I'm going to try to pronounce this, this town here, Brookton, Brooktondale, New York. And she has a unique gift of sight. When she looks at somebody and or thousands of miles away, when she hears their voice and talks with them, she can see the vibration and the energetic body that they possess. And with that, she has gained insight on diagnosing a person that is in balance and a person that is out of balance, that has dis-ease, if you will, and she can give corrections to help that person obtain health and vitality again. So this is going to be a fun, fun program for you guys and gals, the listeners, because we're declaring right now our phone lines open for you, and you can call in and have several minutes with the one and only Patty Conklin. You can ask her a question that is uh, of your own. You're not calling for somebody else. It's you, because that's so important. Here's the phone number, and if you're handy with a pen and paper, uh, just jot this down. It'll work all the way through about 11.45, if you will. The phone number to call is 402-474-5086 and extension 1. That number again, 402-474-5086. Patty is the author of God Within, The Day God's Train Stopped, and I think this is the first time that we've ever talked to somebody that's on board a ship in the 34 years that we've done the program, Patty. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Scott, and you did great with Brooksendale. And yes, I am on a ship out in the Caribbean, and uh, it, I can sound hear you nice and clear, and just wonderful to be back on. I so appreciate this. Are you still out on the ocean, or can you see land? No, we are out on the ocean. We are uh, at sea, and uh, we'll be uh, heading into Fort Lauderdale in the morning, and uh, I will end my 21-day vacation you know, you don't you don't realize you need a vacation until you take a vacation. And um, and I literally, when I got on board the ship, slept the first week. 
Um, and in the 21 days, as probably 20 ports, um, I have not gotten off the ship. <laughs> I have stayed right on it just uh, and enjoyed having the quiet. So it, it's been lovely, but it is exciting to do a radio show from the ship. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. What is it like when you go out on deck at night and look up at the stars? Uh, it's been beautiful. Um, there's many nights I've slept out on my balcony um, because it's just been so beautiful. And, and while I was out, we had a full moon, and uh, it was breathtaking because you don't have any light pollution uh, coming from anywhere. And uh, we're always at sea at night. And uh, we usually leave port around 4 o'clock if we're uh, at a port. And then uh, all night, it's breathtaking. And it really gives time for inner reflection and, and um, you know, just watching the force of nature. Uh, from the 26th through the 30th or so, we were in gale force winds. And um, so a lot of the ship was, was out of bounds for people to really get out and, and uh, go out on their place and so forth. And, um, and even that was magnificent. Just, uh, you know, feeling the ship roll and watching waves and, and getting in 15, 20-foot seas. And, and uh, um, you know, I'm a ship lover. I'm a boat boat lover. So mm-hmm. so for me, it was exciting. I don't, I don't know about the rest of the passengers. But it um, really gives you a, a beautiful sense of, of life. Now, I, I have limited experience at sea. We went out deep-sea fishing several times and both times my father gave my brother and i some dramamine and said take this and you won't uh-huh. notice any seasickness and we had other people that got on this yeah. uh, this charter boat that were boasting about quote unquote being able to take it and guess what about halfway through yeah. those folks were no <laughs> longer fishing they were downstairs <laughs> laying down uh, and not moving a yep. lot so yep um, and not moving a lot. And it was, you know, I lived on a house for a long time. You I've did. I've been on water. I've yes. been on boats, right? Remember, we've done the shows from my houseboat. Yes. Um, but this is the smallest boat in Holland American fleet. And so uh, a lot of people who don't normally have seasickness with the gale force winds um, and those high seas, uh, boy, I'll tell you, most everyone was ordering room service and they had to double up everybody on a cart uh to bring room service so um people who even typically are not seasick um even the captain's wife um got seasick <laughs> she's out here all the time and and i wasn't feeling so great myself just one night and i'm used to it mm-hmm. but um but it it you know it, if you're not watching you know looking out and and keeping your eyes straight you can really get seasick um but this has just been i've never done something for this length of time for a vacation um and and i was i was glad i chose chose this just uh, the beauty of the water always invigorates me um and then the stars and the moon and just having the quiet um because obviously i'm not here with a bunch of friends i just uh knew I needed some time off of work, and, and so I came solo, and I have stayed by myself, and I have looked every minute of it. So well, thank I'm you. Ready to thank you so much for work. Yeah, thank you so much, Patty, for letting us uh, do the show with you and for 
kind of junk, jumping back into things from, from being out there on the seas. We appreciate that. Let me remind the audience that the, the phone number to call to have your own conversation with Patty Conklin on the, uh, on the show today is 47, excuse me, 402-474-5086, and you'll choose extension 1. That number again is 402 474 5086. Uh, Patty, we've done the show with you uh, over 20 times. There are still going to be people out there that that don't know a lot about you. And so some of the program, I always try to do a little bit of discovery to kind of help them get up to speed. Um, What what is your life like? (laughs) Um, The gift, the ability to see, has been since birth. But it's, it's not a psychic gift. Um, people sometimes get confused between the psychic and intuitive because it sounds like it's the same thing. But my my intuition really goes from the moment I hear someone's voice backwards, mm-hmm. not forwards, but backwards, um, to kind of see the totality of their life, where energy blockages began, um, you know, the behaviors, the emotions that created it, because we don't get sick because we get sick, you know, we don't get sick because of environmental, um, you know, uh, diseases or whatever. We get sick because we're emotionally stuck. And that doesn't mean the environment isn't playing a role. Don't get me wrong. It's not that, you know, you don't get a cold because somebody else gets a cold. It's because you've got blockages stored in an area of the body and energy is not flowing through. And so, therefore, it begins to build up and build up until you get the straw that broke the camel's back and you um, and you get a disease. So, for me, if you're watching television and you get the cable goes out and you get snow, that's my world. Nonstop, 24 hours a day, is just looking at particles. Um, the floor is always moving. <laughs> the walls are always moving. But what it does for me in looking at a person is that they they look like particles they look like the shadows you know in the old black and white films with all the all the snow on it um but the particles actually create words or they show me in the body where they're stuck um and they um just really i i guess my ability is to communicate um directly with the body and not so much what the individual is saying, but what their body is telling me is wrong. And that because the body can only hold truth, the body uh, records every single experience you've ever had. And even if it's been a painful experience and you may want to remember it differently because it was traumatic or painful, your body knows the truth of it. And so the body needs that emotion taken out. And, you know, there's two active frequencies in the universe. There's color and tone. And so I started with color um, using what we call color works and tone works. And people can find those, you know, on Amazon or our website or whatever um, as MP3s or CDs. But those are the ones that are going to actually go into your cell and shake an emotion loose. And so I think the the gift and the blessing for me, Scott, has been um, the ability to see inside the body, give somebody assistance um, in finding out what that emotional core is, and then they can take it from there. They can do color works, they can do tone works, 
um, to start working it through their body and getting that emotion out of it. This is the amazing Patty Conklin. And Patty, if you're ready, we've got the first caller here. Beautiful. Okay, this is Patty Conklin, and I'm going to raise your mic up now. Um, Hello, caller. Tell us your first name. Good morning, uh, Scott and Patty. My name is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How can I help you today? Well, you know, I really just followed an impulse when Scott described what you do intuitively. I just really followed an impulse, Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought I would call and see um, what impressions you get. And and if you would like more information from me. Yeah. Are you having any uh, physical issues going on right now? Yes. Uh, I mean, no pain or nothing like current, but I do have a kind of a, a, a more current diagnosis, and, and I am looking uh-huh. at ways to improve my health, yes. Okay. Well, you know, the way the body works for me, Michelle, is, is we take uh, the first thing the body gives me. And that may not be a diagnosis that you have, but we it's that onion peel, right? We just uh, mm-hmm. pull back the, uh, the layers of the onion. So the thing that's most prominent right now is your liver. And, um, and it looks like it's uh, plugged up pretty good. I would suggest a liver detox for you. Um, okay. But it's, uh, it's having to do with your liver, and, um, and it's some resentment stuck in there. Um, and so I think just really work with, um, you know, making sure your diet's nice and clean. Um, you know, I don't, I don't profess any, you know, specific diet, just, just eat healthy and hydrate a lot. The liver is the fastest, um, you know, uh, organ that will clean itself up. And so let's okay. get that liver working well, because that's going to open up your lymphatics and, and really, um, get your system circulating again. So, for you, that's what I go with. Um, perfect, it's just perfect. Liver right now, Michelle. Yes, I'm, actually re- I'm actually reading a book about um, uh, a protocol for uh, for autoimmune, uh, and the first thing it says is to follow a three month gentle liver liver protocol. And in in meditation <laughs> exactly. this morning, I got the affirmation that it's. It's well, the first thing that I need to do is this gentle liver detox. So, mm-hmm. Michelle, uh, Patty's, your, your Patty's book. Is, Patty's, yes. <laughs> Patty's book is called "God Within: The Day God's Train Stop." And I'll just add what Patty said that was so accurate. Um, my chiropractor has this large stainless steel container that is his water cup, and mm-hmm. he tries to drink four or five of those. It's pretty large, four or five of those every day. So you could dedicate one of your cups at home to that and say, okay, I'm going to do four or five of these things every day. Yes. Okay. Any last words, yes. Patty, for Michelle? I, you have a beautiful energy, Michelle. And uh, I knew the first caller was going to start with M. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that that my uh, intuition was correct on that this morning. <laughs> yes, me, me too. So, so from the middle of, 
from the middle of the landlocked United States, blessings to you on the high seas, and thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so okay. much. Blessings to okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, well put. Bye-bye. That was Michelle, and she had called in at 402-474-5086. Uh, we may have a situation where uh, we don't see the incoming phone call until after we hang up with the first caller. So if you're trying to reach us, please do keep trying. And uh, it's not us on our end. It's probably the phone system here. So that number for Patty Conklin, <laughs> I love what Michelle said, on the high seas. <laughs> Call it. <laughs> well, yesterday, yesterday, seriously, we were looking at Blackbeard's uh, fortress. Wow. So, uh, from, my, from my balcony window. So we are definitely on the high seas. <laughs> wow. An experience of a lifetime. And uh, this could be so fun as well as so interesting for you. Now, we've got the second caller who's on the line. So I'm going to raise the microphone level for you now and ask you for your first name. Hi, Scott. Suzanne. Okay, this, uh, Suzanne, this is Patty Conklin. Uh huh. Hi, thank you, Pam. How can I help you today? Yes, thank you. Um, I was diagnosed, I'll get right to it, I was diagnosed with um, COPD about a year ago. Uh um, You know, never smoked, but I'm sure that life and choices and that thinking and all those sorts of things have created this, and I just wonder what you could um, tell me about this and perhaps how I could get it healed. Sure. Worked a little bit. You know, Suzanne, um, even though it's been diagnosed as COPD, the area that your body's really showing me is your adrenal glands. And, um, and they're really pushing up. There's so much um, uh, emotion stuck in those mm-hmm. adrenal glands that, that it's really just kind of pushing everything up. It's pushing your lungs up. It's, it's creating a lot of uh, challenges right through there. So I would mm-hmm. do two things. Um, the the emotion that is stuck in there is abandonment. And so what I'd want you to do is color work in terms of what color do I need to remove the abandonment from my adrenal glands and what color, just do that for three or four minutes. And remember, every color is beautiful. If it's black, brown, red, orange, green, I don't care what it is. We're looking for a vibration, not an emotion connection connected to the color um and then i would do that for three or four minutes and then i would say what color do i need to reduce the copd by 80 percent okay because your body's very literal and it needs to know exactly what you want it to do and so we want to reduce the symptoms of copd um by 80 percent but the but the creation is the abandonment that's in the adrenals that makes okay. sense. So yes. I want you to work with both of them, and yes. um, and and really focus on your breathing. You know, make sure each mm-hmm. day that you go into a meditation for at least yes. ten minutes mm-hmm. uh-huh. and work mm-hmm. on your breathing. And each mm-hmm. week, just attempt to breathe a little bit deeper. Make sure you're getting some exercise to the best of your yes. ability. And mm-hmm. um, but I think this can reverse some. I don't think that this that you're stuck with this. Let's. Get those adrenals, <laughs> get those adrenals cleaned out from the abandonment, and that looks like it started at about seven years old for you. 
Okay. Um, so just, yes. just work with yes. those. Yes, thank you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Nice to talk to you, Suzanne. You too, Patty. Thank you. Suzanne, before we let you go here, uh, Patty's website is pattyconklin.com. And you'll see see more information about ColorWorks. And there should be a testimonial up there from my late mother, Gentry Colborn, who just loved... Patty Conklin, and she did religiously the color works. And Suzanne, Bye-bye. thank you so much for calling in here. Scott Colborn with Patty Conklin. And uh, if you want to take this top of the hour to break to call in, the phone lines are now open. It's 402-474-5086. Patty's the author of um, a book I partially reread it last night, God Within, The Day God's Train Stopped. And it's about uh, Patty's gift, how she uses that, and some really interesting um, outlooks of Patty on life, on spirituality, on health, on ease and disease. Again, the title of the book is God Within, The Day God's Train Stopped. The one and only Patty Conklin is with us, as we say, on the high seas. Uh, Be the next caller at 402 474-5086. And uh, it's great to have you folks out there. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. and dudettes. It's Carol Griswold from Women's Blues and Boogie on your community radio station, 89.3 FM, KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD. Support for KZUM comes from family-owned and operated Butheris Mason and Love Funeral Home at 40th and A Streets in Lincoln. Offering services that allow families to plan ahead according to personal wishes, chapel facilities to accommodate all faiths, and grief support materials for the family following a service. More information is available at 402-488-0934 and online at bmlfh.com. And by... The Haymarket Farmer's Market. Thanking its patrons and vendors for this past season. Vendor inquiries for the 2019 season at 402-435-7496 and lincolnhaymarket.org. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock in one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns that led up to now, but there isn't enough time because there's a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Far from the din of commercial culture and just this side of the abstract is a place I call Mesoterra. I'm Vic Valverde, your tour guide for an eclectic musical excursion on a program called Mesoterra. 
Saturdays, 12 noon until 1.30, right here on KZUM. Scott Colborn with Exploring Unexplained Phenomena. Our guest is Patty Conklin. We talked to Patty this morning. She's on a ship outside of Barbados and uh, so gracious to take our, our phone call today. If you'd like to go on the air with Patty Conklin, it's 402-474-5086. That number again is 402-474-5086. Now, Patty, did... Did anybody else on this ship know of you, or has that been something that you've just kept really quiet about and just enjoyed the solitude and the relaxation? Uh, basically, no one has known about me, and I haven't uh, haven't made my uh, uh, presence known. However, I will tell you with absolute joy that in the um, uh, relaxation room here on the ship that I'll go to occasionally, um, I've seen two people reading my book. <laughs> wow. And I just, that, just, <laughs> that just made me so excited. But I didn't, I didn't want to make my presence known, you know, and, and maybe if I see them today, I'll say something to them. But, um, but that, just, that just filled me with absolute joy that, um, you know, I, I've been working some on my second book uh, while I've been on board. But it was, just, it was just a fluke, and it made me so happy. It just made me very happy. Oh, yeah. what, a, what an honor to be someplace. I've talked to other authors that, you know, have walked in a store and, and had their picture taken next to their books on the bookshelf, or uh, perhaps they wandered in the local uh -huh. library and found their books. And that, that has just got to be a thrill for you. Uh, it is. Tell it me, is. It's, tell, it's, tell, it's, tell me about absolutely. your family. How are they doing? They are doing incredible. You know, the uh, the two oldest grandsons have started kindergarten this year, mm -hmm. um, and uh, my three year old granddaughter Scott, I think, has my um, sense of adventure. At three years old, she has gone zip lining twice and has gone parasailing. And uh, loves every minute of it. And uh, of course, her name is Sky, so she really likes height. She just she just adores it. Um, but as a three year old, they said she was the youngest child who had ever gone parasailing. Um, so she's doing beautiful. We have a new ten month old, and we're expecting another uh, baby July twentieth. Uh, gender yet unknown. Mm, oh, <laughs> so, how looking forward to that. How wonderful. I saw yeah, your comment about your, your granddaughter and the parasail on your Facebook page. Uh, I read uh, uh -huh. her remarks. It was, those were just so wonderful that she got her toes wet. <laughs> <laughs> and just giggling so much, I watched the video. And, and when she sat and watched it with me, you know, she was just laughing the whole time. And her six-year-old brother, Kylan, um, uh, he was looking at the video because, you know, he didn't go. And he wasn't on, the, on board the boat when she and her daddy went up. Um, and, but he's watching this video, and Scott, his hands went right to his face when they dipped her into the water. And he's like, what is wrong with those people? 
people. There are sharks in that oh, water. No. Yeah. <laughs> he was just mortified as they were sipping her down, and, and she was giggling. So my son Dan is just, um, you know, he's already just, when they got back from that vacation, he just shook his head. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with her. She's only three. And she's clearly got your intelligence. She's got your sense of adventure. And I said, what do you think she'll be doing at 18? He's like, being an astronaut. I mean, who knows? Wow. She's just going to reach for the skies. So well, we'll still be doing. watch all of them. We will still be doing the program when she's 18, and it'll be fun to kind of see how this all plays out. Patty, we've got somebody else that has <laughs> called will. in now. Um, are you ready for him? Beautiful. Okay. Absolutely. Caller, I'm going to raise your mic volume, and I'm going to ask you to tell us your first name. Hello. Yes, please tell us your first name. My first name is Kim. Good morning. Hi, Kim. This is Patty Conklin. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you this morning, Kim? Good morning. Well, How I, I have been, I've been having, like, I, I go to bed at night, tired, go, start to go to sleep, and then I'll, my heart will start <clears throat> just racing a little bit more than is comfortable. Yeah. And then, you know, I just do yeah. some, like, breathing There's... exercises and, and um, you know, it calms down, but it happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, your body is just like speaking volumes right now. <laughs> so two things that are going off. A, your electrolytes are out of, out of balance. So maybe do an electrolyte protocol for 10 days. Um, okay. And then the second thing is your kidneys are not, are, are sluggish. Um, and that's also creating some of the electrolyte. Your kidneys, uh, both kidneys okay. are, um, are sluggish. And so for you, I would recommend a kidney cleanse, you know, something to kind of detox the kidneys. But what's happening is you're laying down and your kidneys are getting compressed. Your electrolytes are off and it's just throwing off your heart a little bit. It's speeding up. Um, so I think if you balance those two out, um, get the electrolyte protocol. And I would just even just, um, Kim, if you would take Gatorade and um or sports aid or something like that and just drink maybe an ounce an hour for eight hours a day uh for 10 days don't gulp it all down <laughs> just a little <laughs> a little bit each hour get your body regulated um and in in your kidneys um the emotion sitting there is there's a lot of tears that are congested in there um so i would really recommend for you to maybe do some journaling um, and, and how I recommend that is just sit down and you can say to your body, what color do I need, um, to bring to consciousness the tears that are in my kidneys and just write whatever it comes up. I mean, it may have nothing to do with nothing. It may not make sense at all, but what I want you to do is do it for 10 days without looking back at what you wrote the day before. And then at 10 okay. days, read the entire pages and it will give you a really good idea of what those tears are about because you may not consciously know um but i would sit with that process and just do it it's always amazing to me um even when i do it of just wow i didn't realize that was bothering me <laughs> that theme was in every single page uh, so so i would encourage you to do that um and okay. get the kidneys cleaned out do the electrolytes and i think your body you know will come right back into sync and and um you'll be feeling great 
Well, thank you so much. Kim, before we let you go... Thank you so much, Kim. uh, Kim, before we let you go, my late mother, Gentry Colborn, had a restless leg syndrome. And so her doctor had a really interesting idea. Uh, He said, Gentry, when you go to sleep at night, drink a cup of Gatorade and chew up a Tums tablet that has all that calcium, some magnesium, and the combination of the Gatorade, the electrolytes, and that Tums stop the restless leg syndrome. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Well, thank you for the information. Yeah. Kim, thank you so much for taking time to call Patty, who is on the high seas. (laughs) Have fun on your last day. Thank you. All right. Will do. Thank you so much, Kim. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kim, for making the phone call today. 402-474-5086, extension 1. Talk to Patty Conklin, who's on a cruise ship. Uh, Patty, you said this is the smallest ship, but I've seen a picture of that ship that I believe that you're on, on your Facebook page. That thing looks like a couple of city blocks. For cruise ships, it's, it's kind of small. This is only my second cruise. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, Scott, in sitting, talking to you and talking to your guests and, and uh, so forth and looking at the glistening water, I think that, you know, we've, we've, I think we've only missed one year where we've routinely done this show the first Saturday of January. I think from this point on, I need to be on a cruise ship the first Saturday of January. I think that that should be part of my work mode. <laughs> <laughs> my justification had to go out but um but yeah it's uh it's unique but it's it's uh it's it's a small ship i think there's only 1600 guests mm-hmm. and uh, 700 crew and so that's fairly small uh for a ship uh for a cruise ship because i think they're usually a lot bigger but i just love the intimacy of uh, the quietness of the ship and mm-hmm. and staff were just wonderful and um and then yeah getting to see two people reading my book that weren't even with each other i mean they were at separate times that was very cool you and i are cut from the same cloth because one of the favorite things about a vacation for me is is a room with a view a comfortable chair mm-hmm. good food nearby and a big stack of books and I can sleep exactly. late, get up whenever I want to, eat whenever I want to, and there's a great view out the window. Yep. Um, and yep. Fo- yep. folks, uh, if you've ever, in your family or friends, if you've ever had somebody that's been in the health or emergency services profession, that you know about the, the incredible gift that they give people through their work and also the drain that happens. And so um, Patty has has had my admiration for so many years because she works with people that um, that are out of balance, that are suffering disease, sometimes at end of life, and the poise that she mm-hmm. that she uses and helps people uh, in this whole process has always amazed me. And you when you read her book, the title again is God Within. Uh, the day God's train stop, you'll get a sense of that poise uh, and that grace that Patty possesses. So um, I just wanted to say that to you, my friend. We've got somebody else. I appreciate that so much. 
Well, you're most deserved of it. Somebody else is on the line with us, and uh, so caller, I'm going to raise your microphone, and now caller, you're on the air. We're going to ask you to give us your first name. Good morning. This is Katrina. Hi, Katrina. This is Patty Conklin. Hi, Patty. Hi, Katrina. How are you today? I'm good today. Good. It's a beautiful day. In what can Lincoln. I help you with? Well, um, <laughs> I awesome. don't. Is there snow on the ground? <laughs> Is no, there snow on the ground 50, in Lincoln? That's the 50, question. Fifty-seven degrees. <laughs> I don't have. So, how can I help you? Okay. I don't have any particular issues. I just wondered if there was anything that I could work on. Um, you could. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Um, I would like you to focus on um, T7 in your spine, um, and that's kind of where the bra line comes across. Um, T7 looks plugged to me, and so it's stopping um, of full movement going from your feet up to your head. Um, and so I, I really want you to focus in on that area. Typically, okay. that area is rage or hatred, right? And it's like, if, if you feel one second of rage in your life, it'll just plunk itself right in there. Um, it's not that you're a rageful person. In fact, you are probably most likely looking at you, somebody who really takes life at ease, at ease um, can, can roll with things. But when you get upset, man, you get upset, and it only lasts a tiny little bit, and you can let it go. Um, but that's the rarity for you. But it has kind of plugged T7 a little bit. And so I want you to just really work with what color do I need um, to remove um, rage and from T7. And, again, it's not that you are a rageful person, Katrina. <laughs> You're delightful. Um, but when you get upset, you really take it to heart. And uh, it's just kind of scoring there. It's just kind of stopping the energy flow throughout your entire body. Overall, you're in great shape. So just well, let's work you. with that a little bit. All right. Okay. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you, Katrina. Bye. Katrina, thank you so much for taking time to call in. We appreciate that. And uh, Patty Conklin, the amazing Patty Conklin, is with us today to call us and talk with Patty. It's 402-474-5086. And you'll be prompted to push extension 1. That phone number again is 402-474-5086. And Patty, right away we've got somebody else who's on the line with us. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, this is Patty Conklin. Listener, you're on the air. Can we have your first name? Yes, it's Kate. Hi, Kate. This is Patty Conklin. Hi, Patty. Hi, Kate. How can I help you today? Well, I uh, went to visit my father in September, and he has a really uh, flat, hard bed that we his, his uh, guest room bed. And... I, you know, uh -huh. go there once or twice a year, and it's not really been a problem. But this last time, I woke up the day after Thanksgiving uh, with vertigo, dizziness, and pretty much, you oh, know, wow. stayed, in bed, uh -huh. stayed in bed the whole day. And wow. um, miraculously, on Saturday, I woke up 
and I was okay. And I say it's miraculous because I was the one who was going to have to drive the 10 hours home. You know, I had a, I oh had my a new goodness. driver with yeah. me. I had a new driver with me, but after about 45 minutes, he bailed on me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Oh, goodness. But I was okay yeah. to drive. You know, I was not dizzy that next day. But ever since then, I am... Have, or I should say we went in, uh, this was in November at, at uh, Thanksgiving. So ever since yeah. then, I'm having, still having problems. I, um, I, went to, I started going to a chiropractor, and he suggested a maneuver called Epley Maneuver. Well, I, I did the Epley Maneuver, and the next day I was in bed the whole day again. I was flat on my back yeah. the whole day. Yeah. And then I was okay the next day. Yep. And... So I'm kind of dealing with yeah. this on a daily basis, but I'm I'm okay. I can I can function as long as I don't right. If I, if I keep my head in line with my spine and I don't do a lot of different maneuvers, um, you know I don't. You know, once in a while, if I turn my head wrong, the head the room will spin once, but then I'm okay. Yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. So so. Let me let me tell you what your body's saying. So, mm-hmm. fortunately for you, um, it's not spinal and it's not you know in the cervical collar. Um, you actually have two things going on. You have a sinus infection, and you also have candida in both ears. And um, what happens with our yeast cycle is it comes and goes. Right, it it rises to the point where we start having uh, candida issues. Um, but we always have candida, and yours is kind of settled um, in your ear, in your uh, and then kind of back down into brainstem. And uh, for me, it looks like cottage cheese. And so I'd recommend a candida clone for you, and then um, just really look at, um, you know, getting those clean. And I know you probably don't feel like you have a sinus infection, um, but mm-hmm. it's there. <laughs> so um, whether you go to your doctor and get some antibiotics or maybe work with um, oregano oil, um, something like that, that's a natural antibiotic, um, and, uh, and, and fix it that way. Um, but I think it's chronic, and I think it was probably just, you know, being home. There could be some emotions attached to that, uh, being with your dad. Uh, maybe uh-huh. it's concern or worry. Um, but it's definitely candida and sinus infection. So let's okay. work with those, and I think you'll feel a lot better. Okay. And is it have anything to do with the, the little crystals that are in your ears or whatever that are? Uh, before that, I, had, I went to the I doctor don't think for so. a, a physical, and they yeah. cleaned out. I've always had a lot of uh, wax in one of my ears, and they cleaned that, that wax, wax out. And so I was thinking maybe that, you know, disrupted something, threw something off. It, it, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Oh, it may have opened up room for more yeast to get there. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah, may yeah. have been the, the side effect. That would make okay, sense the first, to me. The first um, but it's kind of like was, when you're sitting up straight and you turn your head and the roof ends, that's typically sinus and ears and your body showing both. Okay. The first thing you recommended was candida what? Candida. A candida cleanse. Um, and that's okay. typically protein and vegetables, right? And then okay. uh, and then oregano or some kind of a natural for anti uh, bacterial. 
Sure. Okay. All okay. right. Well, thank you very much. All right. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much for calling. Okay. Bye-bye, Bye. Kate. Thank you, Kate, very much for taking time to call us today and talking with, uh, with Patty Conklin. What a thrill that is, uh, Patty, for these people to connect with you, because I know you, and I've talked to you so many times, I know who you are, and some of these people are engaging with you for the first time, and, and I hope that they, that they hear you in the depths of their soul. Uh, if you'd like to be that next person oh, to, to, to talk with Patty Conklin, we're at 402-474-5086. Uh, Patty, as we have this next caller that Colleen's going to set up, um, tell us about what spirituality and religion and God, what is that in, in, your, in your experience and your view? That's oh, a whole show right view, there. And I, and I think it differs. <laughs> Pardon? That's a whole show Do we right there. want to go to a guest? Or... <laughs> it is. It is. But, but you know, I think that, that God, whether it's God, Godness, Creator, Source, you know, whatever name we want to put on it, um, I think there's so many different religions and spiritual practices um, that souls are involved in to get us to that end point, to get us to back to Source. And so I think that people pick, uh, not because one is right or wrong, because there is no right or wrong. Um, they pick the path that their soul needs to learn. So for me, God is Father, and that's who I listen to. And then, and then the spirituality piece, I, I find it's this, God. It's how can I be a spiritual woman in unconditional love um, and truly accepting everyone in this world with having to pay your mortgage and pay your bills and, and um, you know, all the ups and downs that comes with life. Um, how can you stay focused and stay balanced and stay in a place of unconditionality? And I think that, that that's an important piece is, is forgiveness, um, not just saying it, but feeling it and truly not judging someone. Okay, Patty, thank you so much for that. Um, I, again, I know you, but some of these people are hearing you for the first time in their lives, and I appreciate that. That gives people a sense, again, uh, a little bit of a glimpse of, of who you are. And for a lot more, uh, Patty Conklin, her website is Patty Conklin, and that's P-A-T-T-I, Patty Conklin, C-O-N-K-L-I-N dot com. She's the author of God Within, The Day God's Train Stopped. Uh, we have one more person on the air. We'll do that, uh, and then we'll take the bottom of the hour break. And then Colleen in the studio, she has a question for Patty. So we're going to raise the microphone up here, and caller, you're now on the air. Can we have your first name? Hi, I'm Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Here is the amazing Patty Conklin, my good friend. Oh, hello, Patty. <laughs> Hi, to talk Kathy. To you. Yes. Well, how can I help I, you today? I have uh, a question about uh, I've got a difficult marriage for 25 years. It's been such a roller coaster, and and I can't imagine being away from it, but I can't imagine staying in it. I've got digestive issues, sleep problems over the past couple yeah. of decades, and and I do really feel like I'm just being pulled apart. And I just turned 60, and it's like 
gosh, in 20 years I'm going to be 80 if I'm lucky. So what what do I do? What can I do for some guidance here? You know, that's such a beautiful question, Kathy, and I and I so appreciate you calling in and asking um, something like that because so, so many of us, you know, have challenges in relationships. And, you know, as a woman who's turning 62 this year, I, I <laughs> definitely know that uh, just from being single for 34 years. But, but I would say this, Kathy, is that life is about our perception. And, and when we feel like we're hitting a brick wall when something's not right, we start to shift our perception and the brick wall disappears. And so I think that um, the thing for you to do is focus on you, right? I want you to focus on the blessings that you do have, that, that you manifest, not your partner, not your, not your spouse, but what you manifest and bring forward. And look at, you know, the, the, um, uh, the relationship issue of, you know, what's good and what's not great. And the pieces that are not great, look at how you can shift. Now, I'm not asking you to do all the work that your spouse doesn't have to do any work to shift. But I want you to look at, am I, am I reacting to this just because I've dealt with it for so long? Or am I reacting to this because there's something bothering me inside of me? Because, honestly, um, there is not a person in this world that can make you feel anger and is not a person in the world that can make you feel love. We choose emotions at the time of the event. And I always kind of come back to and people go, what? This makes no sense. But life is meaningless. It is absolutely meaningless. When we were given life, we were not given meaning to life. We inject the meaning to our life. And because we create the meaning to our life, we then can go back and change the meaning. The events don't change, but we change our meaning to the event. And then that kind of clears the path all the way through um, to where we are right now. So I'd kind of like you to look at your attributes. I think that there's times when you don't understand your own self-worth. And um, you are a very strong woman, and, and you have a lot to offer. And I don't want you to let anybody put that down. Stand your ground and, and be in a loving place. And I also want to recommend um, that, you know, whenever there's issues coming up in a relationship, Never, ever, ever talk about it at home. Always go to a non-territorial place. And so go out to a restaurant, go out to a coffee shop with your spouse, uh, because homes are territory. And so when somebody doesn't want to listen, they'll go into their territory within the house, and then there's like this energetic wall that comes up. So you go out and you say, I'm having a problem. I really need your help. I'm struggling with this situation and it could be about yourself but i want you to present it that it is your problem because whatever they're triggering is also triggering in you or you wouldn't be reacting to it right so go yeah. to a non-territorial space make sure that they understand that it's your issue because it is your issue i don't care if if you're looking at it going no this is what they're doing now, it's how you're reacting to what they're doing. So I have a problem, and I need you to help me with it. And then all of a sudden, you've given them permission 
to engage and find a solution versus you're doing this and it really bothers me. That puts up the defense wall right away. So, so those two things I would really look at and understand that what's in place in the past, um, you can go back, the, the event itself doesn't change. But I want you to think about the things that have been hurtful and so forth and, and look at how, what did I learn from it? Because every breath you take, you've learned something. So I want you to go back and not look at it as the negative of this happened to me, but how did I grow from this experience? And I think that um, you'll start looking at life a little bit differently because clearly you don't want to move out of um, the relationship, out of the marriage. Um, but you need to change how you're feeling about it and how you're feeling about yourself. So these next 20 years, 30 years, I think, um, it will be incredibly <laughs> awesome I for hope. you. Okay. Oh, they yes. I've be. never written they faster in my life. I've got notes. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it so much. You, you're, you're so welcome. You have a blessed life. Uh, Thank, thank you, you for so calling. Much. Kathy, what's going to be Bye. so fun, too, is that this program is archived in about a week. Oh. It'll be free of charge. So uh, if you check out um, the website, uh, it'll be uh, archived, and then you can fast forward to this part of the program, and you can hear yourself again interact with Patty. Oh, that will be fabulous. Thank you so much. Yep, you just if contact me if you have any problem with that, that web address. I'll be glad to help you. And we thank you so much for taking time to call. And thank you. Okay, so we're going to take the thank bottom you, of the hour break. That's right. Thank you, Kathy. We're going to take the bottom of the hour break and be back with the amazing Patty Conklin. If you want to take this time to call in, the phone number is 402-474-5086. I'm Scott Colborn. It's really great to have you out there. Stay tuned for more conversation with Patty Conklin. dudes and dudettes it's carol griswold from women's blues and boogie on your community radio station 89.3 fm kzum lincoln and kzum hd support for this week in lincoln comes from the bay the bourbon theater duffy's tavern and the zoo bar This is live music happening this week in Lincoln. On Saturday, January 5th, Mad Dog and the 2020s play Duffy's Tavern at 9, and the Zoo Bar hosts Funk Trek and Midland Trio at 9.30. That's live music happening this week in Lincoln. My name is Manny Morales. I'm 45 and I coach youth football. It's still hard to believe because the high school me was a work in progress, but big brothers, big sisters give me a real role model. And the young me needed a role model bad. My bigger brother's name is Ray. And Ray is the reason that this seven-year-old grows up to be a role model himself. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping Big Brothers Big Sisters help a child. Start something today at BigBrothersBigSisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council. Far from the din of commercial culture and just this side of the abstract is a place I call Mesoterra. 
I'm Vic Valverde, your tour guide for an eclectic musical excursion on a program called Mesoterra. Saturdays, 12 noon until 1.30, right here on KZUM. Vic Valverde, the one and only Vic, coming up with Mesoterra here. Uh, he is so fun. Uh, the person that you hear on the air during that show, Mesoterra, is the guy that you meet in, in real life. Uh, he comes across really well on air. Our good friend Vic coming up next. Caller, we know that you're there uh, waiting to talk to Patty Conklin. Uh, just be patient. We're going to get to you. Um, I'd like to bring up the microphone here for Colleen. And Colleen is in the studio, and she's going to join Patty Conklin. And so, Colleen, mm -hmm. say good morning to Patty. Oh, good morning, Patty. <laughs> good morning. How can I help you this morning, Colleen? Uh, so, um, I've just been listening to uh, you interact with our callers. And I just wanted to say, um, like the last time you were here, and I think I was here too, um, I pick up a lot of the same kind of uh, pains that people experience. And I just wanted mm -hmm. to let I just wanted to let you know that that um, one woman who said that she was having some pains in her heart, my chest started hurting as soon as, as soon as she started talking. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things. I mean, maybe you are okay with that. Maybe you'd like to let go of that. Um, but my sons really started doing that when they were young. They mm -hmm. really started that em empathic uh, feeling, mm -hmm. and and they always sometimes had a challenge with is it me or is it somebody else mm -hmm. and so what and and you know sometimes when i'm working with people i'm in that feeling state i can't see anything i feel it mm -hmm. so i know they're getting better when the feeling goes mm -hmm. but what i say to my body is this isn't mine and so it's okay to let it go now and um and it'll dissipate uh, mm -hmm. from me but you know we see so many different ways because our frequencies are so different with people um, and so, you know, you're, you're a feeler um, as, that, uh, as that primary form of communication. Um, but sometimes I'm, I do hear people because you're fairly auditory. Um, so I would uh, go back and forth and just say, you know, it's a blessing to be able to feel when somebody else is in pain. Mm -hmm. um, just reassure your body it doesn't need to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. You're aware and you'll do what you can to help them, mm -hmm. and then um, and then let ask your body to let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to feel because a lot of people will see when people are in pain or hear them, but when you feel it, you can really reach the people that aren't willing to speak about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and just by giving them a hug and giving them a gentle smile and so forth, you can really. Um, uh, help uh, their their emotional base so well. Mm -hmm. So it's a wonderful gift. Uh, Patty Colleen is just an extraordinary young woman, and what a great artist she is. So it's going to be fun to watch her yeah. as she matures and her career takes off. So um, thank you for taking time to, to chat with Colleen. And Colleen, thank yeah, you. I'm looking You're forward welcome. to chatting with her again. <laughs> Colleen. We're at 402-474-5086, and we've got a caller that's now on the air. Hello, caller. We'd like to have you say your first name. Hi, this is Carla. Hi, Carla. This is Patty Conklin. 
Hi, Patty. Hi, Carla. How can I help you today? Well, even before Colleen started to talk, you were speaking with the woman before, Kathy, and I wasn't going to call because uh -huh. I don't need to do this, but she was on the opposite end talking about you have the marriage, you have this, the things aren't right, and here I am sitting here in my 50s enjoying life finally, I think, liberated, having fun. Okay. I've let go of stress. I've dropped weight. I feel like I'm finally living to my fullest, and yet part of me says, are you really, or are you having a midlife last hurrah, and you should be settling down? That's my question. Oh, goodness. That's, that's an interesting question. Um, and, I, and I have to be honest in saying that I'm in my fourth midlife crisis. We all kind of go through those stuff. Uh, um, I started uh, racing with my son's autocross racing uh, a couple of years ago, and I realized I was in another midlife crisis. Um, you know, I, I think the healthy part of your question, uh, Carla, really is, am I really achieving everything right now? I mean, uh, do I really have it all? And I think the healthy part of that is life is always about exploration. And I think that when we become um, blasé, about our life, we feel like we've it all, we kind of stop our growth. And mm -hmm. so I think for you, it's like, what is the most outrageous, fun thing that would push you to your limit to go do? And if you haven't done that yet, <laughs> do that. Um, make that list of, of what is it that, that you can push yourself uh, towards exploration. Because I think, <laughs> excuse me, I think life really is about um, pushing ourselves constantly and never being okay. Now, I don't need you to become neurotic and doing a hundred different things, but but maybe, you know, it sounds like you're in a good place. Um, as a single woman, I feel like I'm in a good place. Um, I think that, you know, when we're looking at partners and so forth, if the partner comes along and you don't have to settle, um, then it's beautiful. Um, if a partner comes along and you're settling because you feel like you should settle, don't. Um, but really kind of is involve yourself in the things that you enjoy. And I think that, that being content and happy with yourself um, is a beautiful place to be. But don't ever let yourself stop exploring. Really move forward. And it doesn't have to be an expensive uh, thing to do just continue to move yourself out of your comfort zone. One of the things we always talk about when we're moving through behaviors and shifts in our life is it's meant to be uncomfortable. <laughs> if you're comfortable, then you're not pushing yourself enough. And, um, and not that I want life to be uncomfortable. I just want you to know that when 99% of your life is just really smooth and you just don't feel like um, it's complete, then you find it when you take the next step to go uh, see what exciting things you can get involved in. Okay. Does that make sense? Thank you. It does make sense. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Wow. You have a beautiful day, Carla. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, you too. Thank you, Carla, for uh, taking time to call in. 
Um, that's that's great advice. And I'll, I'll I'll have to say that's one of the reasons <laughs> I became a producer on this show was to get out of my comfort zone and do something different. Oh, cool, Jim. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing your gifts with us exactly. too. Exactly. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've got the line open yeah. now. It's four zero two four seven four five zero eight six. Um, 402-474-5086. We probably have time for one more caller, and that may be you out there, so give us a call. Uh, Patty, what, what's 219, or excuse me, 2019, what does that look like for you? What are your hopes and dreams and, wow. and your, your goals? You know, hopes and dreams, wow. Um, 2018 is the first year that I've stayed home all year. Um, I, I flew down for this cruise, but that was the first time I'd been on an airplane all year. Um, so 2019 is going to be the continuation of that, of uh, working, uh, working from my home and uh, continuing to grow the business. We started a new show. Um, a new podcast, and it's called The Real Edge Podcast, and it's with uh, my co-host is Dr. Roy Martina. And um, Roy uh, is an MD and also naturopathic, and in, uh, in Europe he's a superstar and moved here to the U.S. and, and making his name here. Um, but, but The Real Edge is about how do we agree to disagree with respect? Um, and, and I think it's so important in the world we're in today of how can we express ourselves um, in disagreement with something in a respectful nature. And so the show is based on that. And, and um, I'm really happy about it because um, I don't want us all to agree with each other. You know, I think that uh, discussion and, and different opinions is fantastic. Um, but, but we need to do it respectfully. So the show crosses everything from politics to health to vaccinations to, to just everything um, that's going on in the world. And uh, that's a, a podcast show. So I'm really excited about that, Scott. I think that, that it's something that um, is my true field of interest. I, I want people to be able to have differing opinions, but but maybe work a little bit more with how we do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. And is information up on your website? It is. It is. And the Real Edge podcast, I believe, is up now uh, as its own website, realedgepodcast.com. Um, but there's also information on pattyconklin.com. Um, so we'll be doing that. We'll be doing some uh, webinars. But, you know, I'm loving being home and traveling like this for enjoyment. Um, and yet, you know, even though I've been home, uh, which is a rarity, you know, we've got, uh, I've got close to 3 million miles going on on airlines right now. Um, but we're still working all over the world and, and people are just uh, doing Skype or phone calls. Mm-hmm. And so I, I very much appreciate that, that, uh, the folks who have, uh, looked for, assistance and in their medical or emotional needs are still are still uh, staying in contact so i i truly appreciate everyone who reaches out and and uh, i i attempt to do the best that i can caller we've got you on the air now so we're going to bring up your mic volume and you're now on the air caller can we have your first name ann could you say that again 
Ann. Okay, Ann, this is my friend Patty Conklin. Nice to speak with you, Patty. Hi, Ann. Uh, my question nice today, to you. Um, how can I help you? I'm going through a major life transition, which there's some sadness, but then uh, a lot of joy looking forward to the future. So I'm starting to get into after being, I feel, physically, emotionally depleted for a number of years. I feel like I'm getting right on track of, you know, doing meditation and, and whatever. But when I meditate, I feel like there's some blockage on my right side. I feel it. Okay. Like energy yeah. or yeah. something that's blocked. That's just not moving. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things, um, are you doing yoga or doing exercise um, on a regular basis? Oh, yes. I exercise on a regular basis. And now I'm just going to do a six-week challenge to really get fit. But I was just okay. wondering about okay. that because I feel a blockage on my right side. Yeah. I, well, you know, remember your right side is your masculine side. And so what I would get more in touch with in feeling that, because it almost looks like the lymphatics are more congested, excuse me, congested on the right side than the left side. Um, mm -hmm. But what I would really want you to do, Anne, is sit down and, and look at and maybe do some journaling. Um, do I have um, any challenges or stresses with the male population or the masculine part of myself? And um, I would do some journaling because there's nothing uh, physically other than lymphatics on that right side. There's nothing physically that's showing a blockage. Um, but it just seems the whole masculine sense um, is still subconscious. Um, and that's why I'd want you to journal for 10 days um, to kind of bring up what is it that is, is creating um, that um, uh, stagnation in the right side of your body. Um, right. Again, I don't see anything physically, but I think there's some, some issues there, either with males or with the masculine inside of yourself. And I think it's just your body myself, saying, hey, of yourself. So it's just your body saying, hey, Anne, let's have a talk. <laughs> you know, we, okay. we've got to bring up both sides um, uh, equally. And so when one side is feeling left out, you'll feel that heaviness or that stagnation. So let's work with that. Just journal. What, what, um, what am I not paying attention to in the masculine side or what issues am I having with the masculine side of my health? Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that, and I will journal. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anne. Have a wonderful year. You too. Bye. Thanks. Thank you, Ann, for taking time to call in, and you're our last caller today on the show. Uh, and then, uh, Patty, uh, before we end our conversation with you, it's too too soon that we have to let you go. Uh, what does Patty Conklin like to do for fun besides taking cruises? Oh, goodness. Um, wow. Racing my car. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I... I, I uh, I started my life racing, you know, in my early years, and I taught my sons to race, and they started doing autocross racing, and when I turned 60, um, they're like, hey, you need to get a car that you can autocross with us, 
<laughs> and so um, autocrossing um, with, I've got a little uh, 2005 Corvette, um, six-speed convertible. And so I get out on the track with them. And it's a blast. You know, they still, they still whip my butt. But um, <laughs> it's so much fun to have uh, you know, mother and, and son's time um, to be able to go do that. And, you know, obviously the, the grandchildren watching, watching them evolve um, has been a true blessing. So, you know, but that's, that's, uh, that's the Oma mode. But the Patty mode, um, racing, um, pushing myself out of my and actually going to meetups. And, you know, I'm used to being out there as a personality and not as a woman. And so what I realized, the off-balance, that I had in my life was just not going out as the woman and not the personality. So that's been, that's been intriguing and, and fun actually. Well, uh, Patty, that's again, Patty for you. Oh, that's, and that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Patty, uh, I appreciate you and the gift that over the years that you shared with people through your appearances here on the radio show and also your, your work with people, you truly are uh, in a model of service to others and I admire you and I wish you the very very best all back to you Scott I admire your show I admire your listeners and I I just feel so blessed that you have me back on I just um I love the time I've spent with you okay all the best my friend and uh, Godspeed thank you (laughs) thank you so much bye-bye Patty Conklin the author of God Within, you heard Patty talk about she walks into the relaxation room on the cruise liner, and there are two people in there reading copies of her book. Wow. God Within, The Day God's Train Stopped. Her website for more information on her work, as well as that new podcast that she started, is pattyconklin.com. Jim and Colleen, thank you so much for being here, for your gifts that you bring to the show. What a great show. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. And I appreciate, I appreciate all that you contribute. Thanks to Michelle, Suzanne, Kim, Katrina, Kate, Kathy, Colleen, Carla, and Ann for wow, calling in today. Awesome. What a great group of people. Yeah. Uh, this program will be posted at kzum.org slash EUP in about a week, so you can go back and listen to... Your conversations with Patty. Be yourself on the radio. Isn't that cool? Yep. What a what a great yeah. great thing. Coming up next week, we have a first time guest, Robert Moss, the author of Mysterious Realities: A Dream Traveler's Tales from the Imaginal Realm. I'm Scott Colborn. Next up is our friend Vic with Mesoterra. Thank you so much for being part of the program. Special thanks to Rosemary Ellen Guiley and Shelley from Canada for their incredible generous gifts of the prepaid phone cards. The conversation with Patty Conklin was made possible from their generosity. So, Rosemary and Shelley, thank you. I hope that you'll listen next week. And in the meantime, walk in beauty. <laughs>